welcome to episode three of Interview with a Schizophrenic. Um, today I have Don with me. He is from Kathleen in Georgia. Hello, Don. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Doing good. Great. Okay, so so Don, tell me how what was the origin of your mental health problems? You know, what were you diagnosed with schizophrenia? straight away or did you have other conditions diagnosed first what, what happened at the beginning if you'd like to tell us um so in the beginning i had uh i was in the army um yeah. i just got sent home from basic training i had uh, had injuries to my legs and yeah. um during the time period i became very um secluded i really didn't yeah. um talk that much to people i pretty much shut down and you know i just assumed okay it's just basic depression or something like that not a big deal um but then as time went on eventually i started uh seeing people from the military coming into my room and and like taking things from my room and stuff like that yeah and uh it was terrifying i mean i i ended up uh waking up my parents freaking out um you know i was i was scared because i was like i don't understand what's going on yeah and um eventually i went and saw a doctor for it and uh once i did they're just like you know they had me do tests asked about the symptoms and you know in the end they're just like hey uh this looks like schizophrenia do you think it was um in part due to some trauma you had when you were in the army um, no, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I've, I've lived in the military most of my life. Um, yeah. you know, I went through a ROTC, uh, for quite a few years in high school and stuff. I was pretty prepared for it. Um, I don't know. I think I just got unlucky, <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, you know, I think certain people are predisposed to, oh, yeah. um, to, to the condition. So yeah, I mean, you know, the, it's, the statistically, it remains the same throughout history. There's always yeah. one in a hundred people around that figure have schizophrenia. So mm. the statistics stay the same. So yeah. So so how old were you when you were diagnosed? Uh, I think I was um, probably late eighteen. Late oh, really? eighteen. That's quite young. I think that's quite young. Yeah. I was late 18 whenever um, it was first tossed around uh, that that's probably what the diagnosis was. Um, unfortunately, I kind of ran away from that. You know, I, I was fearful of the idea of being diagnosed with it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to kind of push it down and uh, hopefully it goes away. Yeah. No. So what did you, what did you do? Were you, um, what, what did you do when you were diagnosed? I mean, because did you work did you did you have a job i mean what what was your what were you, like you say you hid away from it what, um, what well, it, was, it was a mess um the first two years right after the initial diagnosis was a mess um i ended up i ended up running away from the army um you know the army contacted me and said look you can't just disappear you can't just not show up um but i was so scared you know i was so scared yeah. of what was going on um eventually they ended up discharging me out Um, and then, then at that point I was like, okay, I've got to find a job. So I did a bunch of little knickknack jobs here and there, but you know, 
it seemed like no matter what I did, eventually the sickness would come back. And, and when it did every time it just, it ruined whatever job I was in or, or any type of stability I really had. Yeah. Okay, fine. So, so I was going to say, um, yeah. So what, tell me about what that you, you, oh yeah. What I'm saying is you sound very well. You sound erudite. You sound, uh, clear headed, you know, you sound very well now. Yeah. Um, so you've gone obviously through a recovery, haven't you? Um, yeah, it's, 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 you know, it, after so many years of having it, um, I've learned to adapt to it a lot better. Yeah. Um, especially from when I was younger. I mean, when I, when I, like I said, those first two years, I mean, I was in and out of homelessness. Oh, um, really? I was doing a lot of, uh, drugs and alcohol to try to ignore the problem. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until, uh, you know, I met my wife and I finally decided, okay, it's time to really kind of sober up and yeah. try to figure this out. So are you, are you, are you affected today? Do you, do you still have symptoms? Are you, you know, is this something that's ongoing for you? Uh, yes. Um, if I get too stressed out, um, if I haven't had enough sleep in a extended period of time, yeah. um, uh, if there's uh, very loud noises consistently, uh, it can cause me to get sick pretty quick. And then, you know, sometimes even if none of those things happen, sometimes it just starts up. I mean, it just, it can happen. Um, but now I'm better equipped to deal with it than I was back then. That's for sure. So you've got a family, you've got a wife, you've got a young child. I think that gives you a strong motivation, a reason to, um, to do well in life. You know, to see the positive side. Um, I mean, I think that's great because um, it, that's, you know, when you have schizophrenia, sometimes you can just fall down the cracks. But, you know, so you've, you've got a, a strong motivation there, I think, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it absolutely was key. And it still is to this day. Um, mm -hmm. Support is everything. It really is. I mean, without support, it's so easy to just give up. Um, you know, and, and with having the wife, having the kid, uh, it makes it to where, you know, I got to kind of look at the big picture and say, you know, yeah, it sucks that I'm in the situation I am with it, but you kind of have to deal with the cards that you're dealt. Yeah, man. You, that's, that's strong stuff, man. I gotta say. So, okay. What I want to talk about, why don't we talk about some of your delusions maybe? Uh -huh. Um, have you got any stories to tell about that sort of thing? Oh my goodness, yeah. It's uh <laughs> Okay, okay. You told me on email that you had some funny, scary stories. Oh yeah. So yes. I mean you like a you know, for people who don't know, a paranoid delusion is when you have a psychotic break from reality where you disappear into another world. Um usually you and it can be very frightening, you can believe things which um are not happening. And, and it's as a, as a person with schizophrenia, it absolutely feels real and it's, it can be terrifying. So what, what sort of things have you, well, give me a, you know, give me a, a, a scary one, man. Uh, scary ones are, oh man, they are rough. So, <laughs> um, scary ones were, you know, there was a, um, there was a time period where I had thought that for sure, uh, people were trying to kill me. You know, yeah. I thought, without a doubt, there were no 
people obviously trying to do that. But in your mind, uh, when these delusions are hitting you, you mm -hmm. think no matter what, it's just absolutely true. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it gets frightening. I mean, you'll lock the doors and I've had times where I've put furnitures up against the, uh, the doors and the windows to make sure people couldn't get in the house to get me. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes it gets to where, um, you know, when it's, uh, in that kind of situation, like I was saying before, you really need someone there to kind of help pull you out of it. Pull you know, you, kind of back back reality, yeah. Yeah. yeah and um, it, Go ahead. Yeah, I, I've, I've actually, in my past, I actually used to put the key, when I used to go to sleep, I used to put the key in the front door and turn it a quarter so mm. that nobody, because I used to think people would unlock my door from the outside, you, mm. you know? So yeah. I think I can I can see where you're coming from there. So when was the last time you had a severe delusion? Um, um, I guess that the last time I really had a, like, really bad uh, issue was uh, about a year ago, uh, okay. I was hospitalized and, oh, really? uh, I was, uh, absolutely, uh, just scared of everyone. Um, I'm a person that when it gets to that point, I'm so frightful that I may stop eating because I'm afraid people are like poisoning my food. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I won't talk to anyone cause I'm afraid that they're maybe taking notes on me or recording my conversations. Um, and yeah. when I got sent to the hospital, the nurses felt bad because, you know, I refused to sit in the bed. I was hiding in a corner. I had like barricaded myself in the corner in the, the room. And, mm. uh, you know, they but the good thing was, you know, the hospital was nice. They they really tried to accommodate me, you know, yeah. and I, you know, I let them know. I was like, look, I'm not aggressive in any way. I'm just terrified. I'm, yeah. I'm scared that everyone's out to get me right now. And I just need to to get past this. You know, um, just talking about the hospital, what is the medical situation like over there? Because I'm in London, and if you get sick in London, and and it's very difficult to be admitted to hospital. What is, you know, in in, in Kathleen, what, you know, when you when you needed to go to a place of shelter into hospital to see uh, have medical care, you know, what what was that process like? I mean, it's were, uh... you know. It, it can be interesting. It's hit and miss depending on the hospital you go to, obviously. Um, I've had a couple that I went to in Oklahoma. And uh, one of the ones in Oklahoma was amazing. They let you go outside. You were, able, you were actually able to be out, like, out in the sun. You were able to talk to your ha family and have visits. Uh, it really felt nice being there, and it helped a lot with the recovery. But I've also had ones where um, it's pretty much like a prison. I mean, you get locked away into a room you know, someone comes in occasionally and they give you some medicine and they take your, your vitals and that's it. That's the interaction you get for the day. Do you, how do you feel about other people's perception of your illness? I mean, what, tell me about that. You know, what, what is your experiences? Well, I try to be open, uh, as, as open about it as I can with everyone. Um, you know, a lot of people are scared. You know, uh, they, they read the news and all they hear is about people doing crazy things and, you know, hurting themselves or others. And and, uh, you know, my whole thing is, uh, you know, it can get rough. Don't get me wrong. You know, there are those bad times uh, where things are scary. Uh, but I try to let them know, you know, uh, it's not always like that. You know, if if people were there to help us, support us, be there for us, uh, you would see a lot less 
of these uh, dangerous symptoms. Yeah. But, you know, I, I know in the paper over here, we see, um, I don't know if you remember that Anders Brevik in Norway, he was supposed to have been diagnosed schizophrenic and he went, you know, kill everybody. You know, occasionally in the news, say about once every two or three months, there'll be a story about a schizophrenic who's killed a load of people. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, because you don't, that's the press that you see. You don't see uh, Schizophrenic won art prize for best drawing. You know, you don't see the, the opposite side. Do you know what yep. I mean? It's always the negative, the negative side. And so there's a negative side and there's the ignorance as well, which yes. I don't think does much for our cause, basically. Yeah, it definitely yeah. doesn't help. Uh, you know, a lot of people really don't know the illness, you know, they hear about it. Um, but when I tell them and explain to them what it's like having this kind of uh, sickness, a lot of people are just like, wow, I never really uh, knew it was like that. You know, they either assume it's like split personality disorder or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, or they just automatically assume that you're just some psycho who needs to be locked away, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's not always chaos and, and scariness, you know? Do you ever have fun with it? Do you ever, you know, play it up a little bit, you know, you know, see, the, oh, see that, like you say, let's say to a, be the psychos. There's, <laughs> well, there's, there was, uh, it can be kind of funny sometimes because here um, in the United States, uh, a lot of the yeah. mental hospitals have people that are recovering from drugs. Um, yeah. So, and they'll put us together and we really don't know yeah. who's, just recovering from drugs and who's there because they're having mental problems. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you'll notice that a lot of the people that are recovering um, from the drugs or the alcohol will drink coffee all day. And mm -hmm. um, when I first got admitted into my most recent stay about a year ago, I drank coffee for the first morning uh, just to kind of wake up. And yeah. so a lot of the people that were recovering from drugs came over and were sitting around me and they were like, oh man, you know, I'm recovering from this or that. And I was like, oh, these people seem nice. But bear in mind, I was still sick at the time. So uh, unfortunately, with all the noise of people talking and of course the voices that were going on in my head, um, yeah. I got very frustrated and I just kind of like, I got irritated and I was like, you know, I need everyone to be quiet because I can't keep all the voices from that are real and that aren't real i can't really tell which ones are which at this point and all yeah. the people around me at that point realized oh he's one of the guys that are here for a mental issue you know and they were really quick all scared you know they were like okay let's kind of shift to the other side <laughs> yeah so tell me about your voices you just mentioned it but tell me um tell me what what sort of tell me just just tell me about your voices let me i'm trying to understand it's uh it, it's chaotic um they have evolved over time um when i was first sick they would try to be people i know like they would imitate my wife uh my family members and stuff like that they would like to play games they would trick me to go into other rooms mm -hmm. um, mock me make fun of me um since mm -hmm. then it's changed now to where um it's a lot more chaotic when i hear the voices um yeah. they it's a lot of them i mean when it happens it's just it feels like there's like 20 30 people all trying to have a conversation with you and they're all fighting yeah. to cut each other off and what uh, okay you you talk about this illness as a sickness so what is your ex do you have any do you just see the voices as just 
been due to a malfunctioning brain? I mean, or do you have, you know, we're not going to go into delusions, but are we all, all schizophrenics have explanations, right? Yeah. So what, 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 how do you see the voices? What, what do you see them as? Um, the, the voices are pretty easy for me. I just see it as an issue with the brain. I mean, um, obviously something's went wrong. Um, yeah. uh, I, I obviously don't know to, to what extent, but, uh, I think it's, I think it's definitely a brain issue. Um, the voices for me are a lot more manageable than the delusions. Yeah. Uh, the voices I've now learned, you know, if, it, if I start hearing them, I can listen to loud music, uh, that helps yes. out a lot to kind of drone them out. Um, and, uh, just anything I can to keep my mind focused, you know, I might play a video game. It helps me to really just zone in on what I need to do. And so I'm not so focused on what they're saying. Yeah. You like, uh, video games, right? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah. I, I just wanted to, have you seen, have you seen, have you got Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen the show Maniac? I don't think I have. Oh, okay. Fine. Well, it's got, um, Emma Stone and, and that guy from super bad, that, that fat kid from super bad. I can't remember yeah. his name. Well, he's, he's slim in Maniac mm. and it, it it's a program about schizophrenia. It's a, you know, obviously it's um a drama, but it's quite, I, I was just wondering, you know, what, 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 how do you see schizophrenia portrayed in the, in the media? I mean, because um, there's not much about it. Because that, that, the reason I brought up Maniac, because I thought, I, I watched that last year and I thought it was amazing. And it really made me feel, yeah, this is good. This is like a positive, you know, makes us look like as if we're, you know, we're, we're having a hard time, but there's a meaning to it. And, you know, there's something beautiful at the end, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm, there's there's not, you know, there's not much out there, like in film and TV. I mean, what, what, how do you see that? I I think that, um, I think there's a couple of movies that, that do a good job on it. Uh, a Beautiful Mind is yes. one that uh, comes to me that uh, that was a movie that, to me, was uh really relatable early on in my sickness um because yeah. it really shows a guy that you know this is a person that went to college he is like a top mind you know just some guy who you see has the world ahead of him and then he's just hit with the illness it you know causes his life to go in shambles but in the end he's able to over time overcome it and kind of get it uh maintained you know, and I, and I think that's uh, something that should be showed uh, to a lot of people that have the illness. A lot of people are um, scared. They don't know what to do. They think that it's the end. You know, they think there's no way that they'll ever be able to climb out of it. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, you're always going to have rough patches. But I think those kind of movies are motivational. Yeah, I, th I think that's what we need. We need that inspiration, you know, that, that to – because – you know, I, I mean, I used to go to a day center and it can be kind of depressing that, because I, I think from what I can get with you, that you're, you know, you're coping very well. You, you know, I think you, you sound great. You've got a good handle on it. You know, you, you know, I mean, so that that's kind of, I agree with you. You need to have that inspiration from, from just from out from the, from the world rather than thinking, being scared of us. They're thinking, yeah, we're fighting through adversity. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, so um, so yeah, 
So yeah, be- Beautiful Mind, yeah, that's a good film. Have Have you seen uh, One Flew Over the Cookie's Nest? I don't think I have. I don't believe I have. Um, I know like ones that I've seen that were uh, interesting. Uh, obviously, the more the more famous the new Joker movie. Yeah, uh, was one that uh, I thought kind of pointed it out, and that's obviously on the opposite spectrum. I mean, when you see in that movie, uh, this is a person who's lost his foundation. Um, you know, he uh, he doesn't have the help. You know, yeah. and when you see these people that in the news do lose their mind and they unfortunately cause some sort of scene or hurt themselves or others, uh, it shows you that without that support without people there to really help, you know, um, it can get scary, you know, and it can get dangerous. And, and I think that was a good movie to show people as well that, uh, you know, you, everyone needs someone to lean on. And I, and I think, uh, that's a a good example of why that's necessary. Yeah, definitely. Because, um, yeah, actually I did rent that movie and I watched the side of it. And to be honest with me, to be honest with you, it was a, it's just a slightly bit too dark for me. So yeah. I've, I think I can still watch it later on, but I was thinking, oh, bloody hell, I, I don't know if I can handle this, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah. But um, because it is kind of like that, it is kind of, it does, you know, it's not, um, you know, it, it's a it's a dark film, you know, oh, yeah. you, you've got to be prepared for it, it's intense. Absolutely. I When I went and saw it in theaters, um, I did not know it was going to be a movie that was fo- focused around that kind of mental illness. Um, yeah. I wish I would have known it, uh, cause you know, it, it was kind of tough to watch, uh, to mm-hmm. see, I tried to look on the positive side of the illness and to mm-hmm. see the dark side as mm-hmm. pure as it was in that movie was, you know, definitely, um, a shock to the system. Um, but I think it is a side that in a way does need to be seen so mm-hmm. that people can understand that, you know, um, people need help. And if you don't give them that help, if you, if you don't, um, assist people this is unfortunately the kind of things that can happen yeah can we can we just quickly talk about your medication um Mm -hmm. what types of medication do you take and Mm -hmm. how has that changed over the last 15 years or so um so when i first got sick early on um i was given large amounts of uh, i think it was called uh seroquel and um Mm -hmm. It just, it unfortunately made me kind of like a zombie. I mean, I really was not able yeah. to, to function. Um, I was, I was just so slow on doing uh, talking and daily tasks and, and things like that. And eventually I came off of that medication and um, got put on a different one and then a different one and then a different one. You know, it just, we cycled through it each one kind of had uh, different side effects that were hard to deal with. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Uh, for some people, the medicine works great, and I am absolutely glad for that. Um, for me, unfortunately, the medicine just didn't – it would numb the effects, um, but unfortunately, it would also bring some sort of other drastic side effect with it. Um, nowadays, I, uh, I take uh, CBD oil. And um, that helps out tremendously with the. But that CBD oil is uh, the extract from the cannabis plant, which is non psychoactive. Yes. And from what I know, it, it's, its best effect is an anti anxiety. 
Yes. But so do you take uh, antipsychotic as well or just a CBD oil? I, I do not take uh, any antipsychotics. Yeah. Um, I have not for <clears throat> probably a year and a half now. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying everyone should not take medicine. Um, definitely medicine is helpful for certain people. Um, it's just for me, I went through so much of the medicine and it just never really, it never really helped the way I wanted it to for me personally. So, uh, you know, I tried the CBD oil to, to see if it would help. Um, now don't get me wrong. I still get sick. I still have, uh, my episodes. Um, but it calms me down enough to really be able to kind of focus to deal with the symptoms at hand. Yeah. Because um, I know in America you can get a CBD oil is different to medical marijuana, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I can't do um, like actual marijuana, you know, like smoking marijuana or anything like that. Um, the THC factor of it uh, causes my psychosis to go yeah. through the roof. Uh, mm -hmm. It causes way more problems than good. Um, the CBD, it just, uh, it relaxes you is the best way of putting it. Um, doesn't make you high in any way, shape or form, but it, it just, uh, it calms you down and it makes the world kind of a little bit more bearable. Okay, man, that's great. So, that I think I think we can call it a wrap there. So, just I I'm gonna play some music at the end here. So I thought I'd play some techno music for you. You can close it here. Um, thanks for having you on. Oh yeah, uh, you, like, you sound very strong, man. You know, very clear, very erudite. You know, very eloquent. Um, yeah. I think you're probably you know coping mo the most the ninety percent of people out there. You're coping better than them, so. I mean, it's a big portion of it. it's just the foundation, you know. My my family, yeah, really knows my illness. Um, they help me when I do get sick. You know what yeah. I mean? They know what to do, um, to to help deal with it. But yeah, any any time, uh, you want to do this again, or you know, anything. I've, I've got a website and I've got a forum on there. Uh -huh. At the moment, you know, this is only episode three, so not many people have joined, but. Yeah. You know that 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 will be a place so we can people can discuss the episodes. Okay. So hopefully, when we build an audience, you know mm. people will you know, will you know will discuss the points raised in each episode. That is that's kind of what I'm looking for, and it would be fantastic to have you on again. Um, that would be absolutely pleasure. Oh yeah, I'd, um, I'd be okay with that.
Thank you.